0: Hi, how are you? How are things? Uh, episode number three, and three is my favorite number. I don't know if that has anything to do with anything. So maybe this is a special podcast or something. Uh, starting is awkward. I always stare at the screen, and think to myself, "How the fuck am I gonna start this stupid thing?" Staring at the Garage Band and uh, the questions, and I got pulled. It's interesting i was looking at some of the numbers because i used to think that i would run out of questions like I'd just search the internet and look for questions and i ended up signing up for a couple of websites where they just some of the members they send you questions and i was like oh okay that's cool i'll just sign up for this stuff and maybe i'll get a couple of questions here and there but goddamn like the fucking questions started coming in so far, i couldn't even um <laughs> it was like a lot i have so i have a separate email for them all so it don't get flooded in my normal email uh so yeah and uh, i was interested to look at um where the traffic's coming from because i know you could do that and i know this the uh, venezuela i don't think i know anybody in venezuela uh listening to this or checking out the, the website or whatever so, um, fucking hola, como estas, I uh, guess. Uh, Canada was in there as well. I'm pretty sure I know who the Canadian is uh, listening over there in Canadia. And Greece. Um, I don't think I know anybody in Greece. Uh, hi, I don't know how to say hi in uh, greece uh Hot blondes. That's probably the only language I know about Greece. So yeah, Uh, interesting (laughs) week of being flooded with my emails. Uh, Teaching myself audio engineering at the same time. Just interesting. I know people tell me um, the volume sucks on the first and second shows. And uh, I agree. I've heard it on other people's phones. Especially iPhone for some reason. the volume is low. So... Uh, on my Note 5 Android Life. <laughs> Team Android, or whatever they say. I don't know what they say. Uh works fine, but I don't know. Uh, I remastered it. Is that the word? Remastered the shows number one and two. And hopefully they sound better now. They're up on iTunes. Um, I think I'm getting a little better at The audio engineering aspect of this. Uh, I'm thinking about putting a shop link on my website. I don't know what I would sell. I don't really have shit to sell. But I know I'm in uh, negotiations with one product. (laughs) We're like on Hawaiian time. We're going back and forth. And nobody really cares. Uh, So we'll see how that pans out. We're just, yeah, yeah, I'm down to do it. Oh, yeah, me too. And then we just, nothing happens. So. Maybe I'll press the issue. We'll see. Uh, what's up with me? I made a post. Uh, I don't know why I'm making these long ass social media posts. I end up writing like blogs. Uh, I try to make them short and I edit the shit out of it and I cut down a bunch of words. Keep the word count low because nobody wants to read. It. You know, Instagram is pictures, right? Nobody wants to read a fucking story. So. I posted about minor birds. Um, tenant moves out. I wanted to sell the place because I think now is as good a time to sell as ever. Uh, so you got a bunch of equity and you're able to sell. I'd really recommend it. This whole thing comes crashing down soon. So uh, what we did in two thousand eight, I think, was a mistake. We should we should have let the market auto correct instead of have the government get involved. Anyway. So I walk in, uh, I walk in the unit, and uh, at the deeper I go into the unit, there's like this terrible, terrible smell. And the closer I get to the AC unit, I realize the smell is really bad at the AC unit. So I had a hammer. I got like my tool bag in my car, um, and I I rip the wood apart and I pull the AC out. And I try to figure out what the fuck is causing this smell. So while that's happening, I get attacked while I'm on the the lanai, the balcony, uh, by these two minor birds. And all I had was the hammer in my hand. And I started like trying to kill these birds. Get the fuck away from me, right? I just self-defense. I gotta, you know, numero uno needs protection. (laughs) So, at one point, this girl at the pool looks up at me because I was at the top floor. She goes, oh my god! <laughs> so, yeah, fuck those birds. So I ended up uh, pulling the AC out, and there's a nest of birds of, uh, like, three babies um, that are no longer on this in this dimension. So I put the AC back. I try to board it up as best as I can, and I... You know, I put the house on the market to try to sell, and I go back weekly, and I do weekly checks, you know, like I, you know, make sure the property's fine. If I have a contractor in there, I make sure the contractor does good work. So, I'm keep, I am keep going in, and the birds must think, like, I have uh, their baby minor birds hostage or something, because they keep building a nest in that area. They keep coming back. That's their home. That's all they know, right? They... They had their babies at one point and all of a sudden they're just gone so i tried everything to get rid of them i tried uh everything you could buy at city mill until um, i bought these spikes and i put spikes all over the balcony so they can't land if they try to land they'll get stabbed by the spikes and i also bought this big owl statue and i just uh, it's really light So I went to the beach and I filled it up with sand to make it heavy and I put it out on the balcony and I haven't had uh, an issue since. They laid a bunch of eggs around the area, got rid of the eggs and stuff. Blue eggs! Uh, Very interesting, I never saw blue eggs before, so it's a long story, I apologize. Or if you enjoyed it, I don't apologize. Uh, What else? Demi Lovato, she's all over the news, right? Topical. (laughs) Um, We only hear about her because she's like on every news. If you listen to the real news or the fake news, you hear about her, right? She overdosed on whatever she overdosed on. And she's been really open to addiction and um, the way she struggles with addiction. So mad props to her for uh you know being really open about it and uh all her friends rallied around her so that's a good thing and uh addiction can be a motherfucker people get addicted it doesn't have to be drugs people can get addicted to bad habits uh boyfriend and girlfriend can be addicted to fighting for no reason i remember when i was married we would Get into a fight and like two or three minutes into the fight. I couldn't even remember what we were fighting about. So, it was just the the desire to fight was always there. Like, oh, I'm going to go home and I can't wait to get out of traffic. And, you know, fight with each other. Or people get addicted to cheeseburgers. Or people get addicted to being pissed off. Or people get addicted to... Um, whatever they get addicted to cigarettes is an addiction alcohol uh sex masturbation like there's really bad addictions so i was thinking of that and i wanted to have a song that kind of talked about addiction because you know i lost my father from a heroin overdose so addiction and i would argue that i have a addictive personality as well um But I think I may have converted that into like positive addiction, so. Uh, Fair warning, this song is called Heaven's Veins, and it's by Cobra and the Lotus. Really, really hard rock band, and I just wanted to warn you that if you're not really into like rock, rock, Uh, Skip ahead like four minutes or so, three minutes. Um, But if you stay for the music or the song, listen to the lyrics. It starts off with, hey, dark addiction, you cannot take my life. So uh, it's about addiction and trying to break free of, let's call it the spell of addiction. So here's the cobra and the lotus, heavy heaven's veins. Gents you'll leave me now. How's that song? You like that song? It's a good gym song, I think. Um, put that on and go for a run or push some heavy weights. Whatever tickles your fancy. Um, yeah, so getting into the questions since we're like 15 minutes in and I got a fuck ton of questions. Signed up to those websites and I just got flooded, so here we go. As always, Admin at ManlySouza.com, admin at M-A-N-L-Y-S-O-U-Z-A dot com. And uh, (laughs) feel free to flood that email. That email is specifically designed for the craziness of my website and whatever propaganda comes from this website Um, or podcast. So here we go. From David Aaron. Ah, normal names now. I recently have a great career opportunity to move into Canada, but I still have my monthly amortization on my house here in California. Any tips? Why is it either or? Why? Why? You can do both, homie. SA in California. Hey, homies, you can do both. Move to Canada. And just get a property manager. You find a good property manager. Google them, find somebody that you know has good Yelp reviews or whatever. A ton of good Yelp reviews. Make contact with them and tell them your situation. Like they'll probably charge ten percent. Ten percent is the norm. Maybe twelve, um, depending on your house, I guess, or th- their stipulations. Um, In my experience, when people charge 12% for property manager fees, they are a little better than those that charge 10%. You may oftentimes find 8% property managers if they manage like a lot of your units. They may have some kind of like bundle deal. Uh, Say for example, you have like a, a 33 unit complex and you have a resident manager or somebody that you pay that acts as the property manager and they get 8% uh, times the 32 units because the 33rd one, they'll live in it, for example, so... That shit can happen. Why, you, I, I don't accept the premise of your question. Um, it, you make it sound like either or, it can be both. Homie. So... Yeah, do both. Uh, if you can't afford it, if you can't afford to sell that fucking thing, like I was talking about in the uh, beginning, it's a good time to sell. So, and what's a great career opportunity? A great career opportunity from California into Canada? Uh, I would figure that there's a bunch of great opportunities in California. Uh, Depending where, I guess, in California. He doesn't specify what city. Um, Because there are parts of Northern California that are very unlike the California that... uh, media depicts so uh, one of the reasons i think they want to split into the three californias right they're trying to make just california in general then they're going to make norcal and socal so i think they shut them down they tried to get it passed but uh maybe wrong i don't i stay up to date with so much news i can't fucking do it all okay from Fahim 027 probably because this person is 27. Do real estate websites provide enough information to make good purchase or rent decisions? Yes, just about a hundred percent of the math will come from the website information. You go to the website, you find the price and then you can go to like realtor calculator. Or any kind of calculator, uh, I always tell people to download Carl's mortgage calculator. Calculator is like the best calculator I found um, for doing math when it comes to properties. Like how much is this going to be exactly? Uh, so you can wrap your head around the numbers and figure it out. So yes, um, from a from a mathematical standpoint, websites provide enough information now um if you're like an emotional buyer which most especially first-time homeowners they really i like they really want to love the place right i love the carpet or i i just love the way the kitchen opens up and or i just love the way the this unit is um structured or whatever i advise you know take the love out of it but it's very difficult uh, remove the emotions um, so if you're an emotional person or an emotional buyer go check it out so why not do both <sighs> what is this either or first two questions do both man uh, or girl Fahim Okay. I don't know if I can there's a ton of questions I, can I just power through from Iceman when times are tough and money is tight, would you consider living in a trailer? Yes, I would consider living in a trailer. Why not? If times are tough and money is tight and the option is a trailer or homelessness, like, it's pretty easy, man. Or why does it have to be a trailer? Why don't you get a, a room for rent? Back in a Dizzy, I was uh, had a room for rent. It was three of us in our 20s. In our twenties, the twenties seem old. I see. I must be real old now. Uh, saying back, back in my twenties, back in my day, shit was like this. So I don't know, get a room for rent. You know, three people in a house, six hundred dollars a month or whatever, four seventy-five, depending on where you live. You're gonna be fine. So, or if you want the trailer, go for the trailer one of my um, retirement goals is like get a van um, like I don't know one of those Mercedes Sprinter vans or like campers or the old school Volkswagen Vanagons and just drive around America and you know just be a gypsy um, yeah so yes I would live in a trailer yes I would live in a van yes I would uh, travel around and just uh, be a rambling man. So. Whatever. From Senka Silva. I want to sell my services as a freelancer. I am a web designer with five years experience. Anyone who can tell me the best way to get clientele online is appreciated. What? You're a fucking freelance web designer with five years experience. Okay, that's a lot. I don't have, I like, I built my website and I, I have, like, under three months of experience. So you must be badass. And if you are badass, uh, build a badass website and share it. And tell people, look at this fucking website I built. And that's your marketing right there. Get a card. Get a badass card. Get a badass website. And start sharing, pe- start sharing it to people. And somebody's going to come up to you one day and say, hey. I want to build a website, I see that you build a pretty cool website, so can you build me one, and then you get another one, because they're going to talk, and word of mouth is the best kind of advertisement, and just go from there, Craigslist, Craigslist is free to post your services in Craigslist, um, so, I feel like, man, five years experience, so you gotta be, let's say, 24, 25, and you don't have these answers yet? got to get ahead of the game, Sonny. Senka, Silva. Okay, from Danny Saeed. What is the best way to make a billion dollars? The best way to make a billion dollars would have to be to make a million dollars and then replicate that a thousand times. Um, Yeah. Have you ever been to an island? Yes. I live on an island. Um, What else islands have I been to? Does England count? Big fucking island. Philippines. Thailand. Okinawa. Um, what else? Oahu, obviously. Australia? No, that's a continent. Um, that's all I can think of right now. Probably one or two more that it's not coming to mind. From Vittorio Sam Manunta Lowell, how come Democrats don't practice what they preach? Because of money and because of votes, they want money, they want you know, notoriety, they want um, fame. What's that saying? Politics are failed actors. Right? So they want the spotlight. They want to be out there. I mean, just look at how many famous politicians we have. I don't remember this growing up. Um, it's insane. Uh, you can just be a, like a uh, a political commentator and a massive following. Um, one example that comes to mind is Candace Owens. Right, she's rose to prominence rapidly via being a black female that supports Trump, and you know she's articulate and she's smart and she's well read and she knows what the fuck is happening. Um, so, Democrats, just like Republicans, uh, most people I would say don't practice what they preach. It's that's a tough thing to do, right? Because It's easier to give advice than to take advice. So that that cycle just propagates itself throughout Western culture especially. Okay, so from the same guy, Vittorio Sam Manunta Lowell. Is it me or are progressive liberal Democrats multiplying? (laughs) Mm-hmm. These folks can't be held to a common sense discussion. They start calling you every lousy name in the dictionary. Yeah, the intolerant left, right? The tolerant, intolerant left. That's what, that's how they phrase that. The left is known for being tolerant towards gays, towards blacks, towards whatever minority group, right? They are pro-immigration, generally speaking. Um... when when somebody decides that they're left, there's baggage that gets attached to that, and you have to jump into these sort of group identities. Um, so the multiplication that you're talking about, Vittorio, um, stems from the group voice that seems so powerful. Because one person doesn't seem so powerful as like ten thousand people amass and they protest some fucking craziness in New York City or wherever. So it's really interesting because like here's a good example. Whoopi Goldberg, right? She went after what's that judge? Um dang. What's a judge name? Janine? Judge Janine? You're having a normal conversation, right? And Whoopi is known to be left. She's very anti Trump and Very, very left, it seems like. And she went after that judge. uh, Who was just trying to, you know, put out some statistics and um, have a normal conversation. So, the tolerant left is interesting because they are not very tolerant. Uh, They pick and choose their tolerance based on the baggage that they are supposed to attach themselves to via their ideologies man you got my brain going on that one sam sammy okay moving on linda joy oh politics okay trump wants six million people off of welfare what do you think is the best way to get people off welfare and help them become independent Trump thinks improving the economy is all it takes, but are the 6 million able bodied people on welfare qualified to fill the 5 million available jobs? And is it the responsibility of the government, the employers, or the individuals to secure the training? <laughs> Whoa, loaded question, Linda. Is this your second question? No. Linda Joy. One hell of a question, okay. What, you're, okay, I'm just going to assume you that you the premise of your question is how do we unfuck this situation, right? Instead of going into the specificity of your questions, let's just jump right in. To fix this, it's going to need, essentially what I'm going for in this podcast, the narrative of this podcast, is people have to help each other. The best way to take these people off welfare is leadership as well. Leadership is lacking, I think, in Western culture. Um, I think people just wing it. People think they're good leaders. People, when they let their ego drive their leadership, it's actually a detriment rather than a benefit. Um, I think people need to understand leadership in a way that they can identify and choose what type of leadership works best. Leadership is a tool. Uh, It's not something you just wing. You have to understand the style of leadership and You can oftentimes flex which leadership will work in what which instances and why So I think um, Going back to the politics uh, maybe you could argue that Politicians need some leadership skills to unfuck this whole situation Um, Let's see if I can jump into her question specifically Is it the responsibility of the government? No. I don't think so. I think it's the responsibility of the people. The employers or the individuals to secure their training. Nope. People gotta help people. That's the only way to fix anything. Uh, You rely on something else, chances are nobody cares. So, people have to help people. That's the only way to do this. Okay? From Rottweiler. If God doesn't exist... Why does prayer work? Oh, classic question. Placebo effect. Right? Um, If God doesn't exist, why does prayer work? It's a placebo effect. Uh, It could work on the other end, too. It's called the nocebo effect. So, uh, Just because something is doesn't mean it's a fact. So, I like that question. From Linda Joy, again. Hi, Linda. Who is the best political representative in your area and why? I like Andrea Chupola. Um, She's a Republican here in Hawaii. Uh, She's a go-getter. She's like in the trenches. She's like uh, talking. She's out in the field talking to the homeless. She's figuring her shit out. Um, uh, I know... Like, when there's traffic on the west side, she'll make the phone calls necessary to figure out what is going on and attempt to unfuck that whole situation. So, uh, she's been very active on her side of the island, and I like her a lot. I don't think she wins, unfortunately. Uh, Hanabusa has the backing of your cliche top-tier politicians, so... I think Hanabusa sweeps the competition. (laughs) Okay, from Mirzo. How much of whom you are is now a product of your society? A lot. A ton. 50-60% at least. Right? You are the product of your environment. Uh, That was the book I started to write, essentially. Uh, That changes the title, but That was the narrative I wanted to go with, was that we are the product of our environment or society, according to your question. You make me think of the rat, the famous rat park experiment. Um, If you don't know it, they put rats in a cage and they gave rats an option uh, for drugs and or food or water and the scientists found that the rats ended up doing the drugs until they overdosed. And then the conclusion drawn from that was when people do drugs, they're gonna do drugs until they die. And here's the evidence for that. Look at these dead rats. Fine, right? People accepted that, okay? Addiction, right? Whatever. And we go back to our song and Demi Lovato with addiction of course however um, someone else came along and said you know what your rat experiment is flawed and it's flawed because it's not really a good environment or society Right? we take it back to your question the guy built uh, like a rat amusement park Right, like he gave them like tons of things to do, tons of things to chew on. They could run on the wheel. It was like a rat Disneyland. And then they gave the rats the same uh, choices. You can do the drugs, you can take the food, you can take the water. The rats ended up trying some of the drugs and not going back to it. So he counter argued the initial rat experiment and said, look, Your experiment was flawed because you keep these rats trapped in a small little cage and give them the option for escapism, in a sense. They're going to do the drugs until they die. Of course, that makes sense, right? So you need to change the environment if you're going to break the addiction to the rats and or humans in that instance, right? So I think how much of whom you are is a lot based on your... Society or environmental factors, let's call it. From Wild One. Fireworks going off in the distance, if you heard that. What is something that just doesn't make sense to you? Consciousness. Consciousness plagues me. I don't know what it is. I don't think anybody knows what it is. I don't think anybody knows what the nature of it is. Um. It it may very well be a hallucination and we just think we're conscious. Consciousness is nowhere to be found in the body or in the mind. Nobody has a clue what it does, why it's there, how it's evolved. Um, Consciousness is so mysterious. Um, Anytime somebody talks about consciousness on YouTube, some high-level lecturer, some neuroscientist who speculates some new theory, I do my best to try to listen to it. I try to figure it out, but it just doesn't make sense to me. I I don't know why we have it. I don't know what it is. Um, Yeah, why we're conscious, why? So consciousness is, um, okay, like take a deer, for example. A deer is aware. A deer can be aware of its surroundings. Um, It can be aware of... Humans, it could smell, right? It could it could run away from hunters, it could run away from a cheetah or whatever. But humans are interesting because not only are we aware, but we're aware that we're aware and and that really is what makes consciousness consciousness. And the fact that we're aware that we're aware is very fucking fascinating. And I wish somebody would answer that goddamn question, but I don't see it being answered. So, man, I'm going to take me down a rabbit hole here. From Sarah Gorham. How will the national debt affect the U.S. investment environment? What role do interest rates play in the process? What are some of the economic ramifications of a high national debt, how can we deal with a national debt, and what concessions might the US have to make? Okay. First of all, I think government needs to stay out of what the market does. Um, A lot of people speculate that we are in for a, a big crash um, they speculate this because the crash that was supposed th- that occurred in 2008 got in a sense overturned by the government by bailing out all these people and then the taxpayers gotta suffer for that. Whereas in history, you let the market correct itself, right? It's kind of a natural process that needs to occur. But we intervened, not me and you, but the government intervened so. There's a couple of bubbles that people are worried about. One is the college's debt. Obama made college loans very accessible. So much so that universities increase their tuition. Um, because now everybody can get these loans. So of course they're going to increase their tuitions because they can get more money. You would do that decision. I would make that decision. Uh, you have an opportunity to take your family on a vacation, you have the opportunity to put better food on the table, you have the opportunity to better your life, to fix your car, to get your shit together, to move out of your house. You're going to make that decision. If you're in a decision to make, if you're in an opportunity to make more money based on the government, the probability of you saying yes to that is very high. Now, that's just one right they think the housing bubble especially on the commercial side they think the commercial real estate is just out of control right there's loans being given out everywhere so how will the national debt affect the u.s investment environment i think when it finally corrects itself real estate will come down uh interest rates will go up and interest rates will slowly start to go down because the Federal Reserve is very slow at catching the market so there's a there's like a happy uh, a happy time where you can buy um, at a low interest rate and the housing market is relatively down because the federal interest rate is slowly trying to catch up especially this uh, past couple of times the Federal Reserve seems scared especially when Trump tweets, they seem scared to raise it at all, and if they do, they only raise it like a quarter of a percent. When I started investing, I remember 6% being really low. Now people complain about four and, a half, four and a quarter. So it's interesting how to see how all of this has played out in the past uh, 10, 11 years. Okay, so Linda Joy is back. Has anyone ever accused you of being immature? What did you say or do? I said thank you. Last time someone accused me of being immature, I banished them from my fort. (laughs) 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 Me too. You're no longer allowed to my fort. That's a good question. And she answered her own shit too, so it's funny here. I like Linda. Oh, another question from Linda. Linda Joy. man. add me on Facebook, Linda. Has anyone ever accused you of being immature? What did you say? Oh, she asked me the same question twice. How dare you. From Marky Mark. Why don't you go to church anymore? I never really went to church. Um, I think I went one time when I was young and I thought it was weird um, m- my auntie my aunt whatever, uh, took us to some church in Mililani and I must have been nine nine or ten and they dressed me up and I remember it being very very strange and I never really went to church again until basic training uh, because during basic training they give you an option to go to church and i didn't want to go i would stay back and i would uh polish metal if you didn't if you decided to not go to church you had to like do cleaning detail like i would mop, mop or i would like mostly i would polish metal like they wanted that metal like Uh, very reflective, and they they didn't want any blemishes on it. So I would just say, I would just polish metal. I don't want to go to church, and I knew people were going to church because they didn't want to clean, and I didn't want to go to church, and I would rather clean, so that's a little insight to me. Um, I ended up going to church like a couple weeks in during basic training, uh, they took me there and it was I, I found it to be weird as well so i was like i don't know 1920 when i went through basic training i went to a college for a year before i enlisted into the military so uh, people were singing and they they like they like helped me stand up and like oh you got to sing too and dance and it was a it was a protestant church and they were like oh the protestant churches aren't like your normal churches, like we can dance and we're like free here. It was like, it was as though hippies, uh, started a church. That's the vibe I got. Like there was a drummer there. It was like a concert church, and people were like screaming and laughing and <laughs> and uh, but we also had the foresight that we were going to go back to our dorm and you know get screamed at for not. Um, folding our shirts properly so I didn't really go to church at all but why don't I go to church anymore um uh, I was I don't know I I, I grew up in a secular household they were Catholic but we never really talked about church or God um I've read the Bible and it's a terrifying book especially Leviticus um so, um, I'm not a fan of that book. Uh, moving on. From Asian Gal 555. Asian Gal. Oh, I wonder where you're at. I'm not sure why I still miss someone that doesn't want to be with me anymore. I try not to think about the person. I still miss him. Yeah? I still miss him, yeah? Probably from Hawaii. Can someone give me some advice on how to not miss that person anymore? Couple of key pieces you're missing here, Asian Gal. How long have you guys been broken up? Because... That's kind of important. If it's been a year and you still feel like this, that's too long. You need to really like get out and do something. You can go zip lining or uh, get your mind off this. But if it's only in the beginning... Um, then it's going to be natural, right? Because you have change occurring in your life. And humans, generally speaking, we don't like change from our routine. So maybe you were living with this person. Maybe you guys had uh, certain habits. You guys went to the gym together. You guys watched a movie every Friday night. You went to dinner on Saturdays. You got sushi on Sundays or whatever, right? You break that routine when you guys break up. So... I have to refer back to dabda right it's uh you take a psychology course it's one of the first things you learn is dabda d a b d a and they teach it in Jujitsu as well so d is denial a is aggression b is bargaining d is depression and a is acceptance that's the five stages of denial to acceptance so i don't uh, judging by this you're kind of um I don't want to be with. I still miss someone. Maybe you're in the bargaining phase here. You're trying to bargain with your feelings and try to get through. Um, You'll get get through the D and then the A and then you come to acceptance. Um, There's a reason why they say time heals all, right? Time will heal. So give it some time. Go through your dab dub process and you're going to be fine. Asian gal. From Kristen Han. H A H N. I don't know if I should be saying these people's names online. Uh, uh, just make it anonymous, I guess. I don't know if I'm getting auto emails or. Doesn't matter. They put their name on there. So, Kristen Han. It's a long one. I'm 20 years old and do not know my father's name. It's not that my mother is hiding the truth from me. She has always been very transparent about my father. I just had never felt the need to show an interest in him. I know if I only asked, she would tell me more than I need to find him. A name and a DNA test do wonders these days. Where's the question? He has never contacted me or my mother. Never paid child support, blah, blah, blah. His name is even on my birth certificate. I don't ask questions. Okay, I'm going to jump through a lot of this. I don't want to show an interest in somebody. He doesn't even want to meet their daughters of this herd. Uh, as I've gotten older, I've become more curious, which is probably natural. About him and the other half of a family I've never known. Man, this is a contemporary of mine I am an only child and my mother never married what if I have siblings <laughs> I thought the same thing aunts uncles grandparents I've never met life is short and I don't want it to be one of my life's regrets for never attempting to contact my other family one of my biggest reservations on contacting him is a fear of rejection okay that's uh, understood I know this is a sad reality that is the most likely outcome. I do not know how I would cope with the rejection. I've never felt any pain about his absence so far because I've never known any different. I'm afraid if I put a face, a personality, and a family to that absence, uh, I'll have daddy issues forever. I'm also likely to receive little to no support from my family. Should I move on and accept that it's better to leave some curiosities alone? Or should I square up and start asking questions that should have been answered years ago? Oh, Kristen? Uh, What's your name? Kristen. Go find daddy. That's what I say. I say go find him. If you feel like you can find him, go find him. Um, If you can find him, and just uh, a little bit of words of wisdom here. I struggled trying to find my father and I tried, I hired a detective, Uh, I went through records, I paid hundreds and hundreds of dollars to try to find that dude. Um, And then I gave up. I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna live my life, I have have too much shit to do. So, you have one of two options here. You can go ham and try to find this motherfucker, or you can, going back to Dabda, D-A-B-D-A, Uh, Just accept that, fuck it, like, you're gonna live your life, and who cares, right? Um, I don't think he will have a large impact on your life. Um, So, you're probably, you know, you're 20 years old, and you're pretty much... An adult. I know you're legally an adult, but you're gonna still make tons of mistakes. But the majority of who you are has been formed by twenty. Um, so, your twenty. Just enjoy your twenties. Uh, don't stress on it. Um, I I would. The only advice I would give is don't don't allocate an excessive amount. Of time energy and resources towards this especially and I'm reading between the lines here you don't you're not really interested you're just kind of curious but whatever like that's what I get out of this uh, question so if your question read like I have to find him like everything depends on it and like I don't know who I am without my father and uh, so on and so forth and my answer would be a little different. But I read your question as though you kind of don't give a shit. So, uh, I would say put half-assed effort. If you find them, whatever. If you don't, move on. Enjoy your t- 20s. Go to school. Get a good job. Figure your shit out. Um, and you're going to be fine. That's the, that's the theme of this podcast. Is You're going to be fine. Okay. Man, I, I, my goal was to hit 20 questions, and we're at 21 now, and we're 53 minutes in. So, mission accomplished. From Deeper9876543210. I was in college when I got into a relationship for the first time. At first, the guy seemed very nice, but then he was always abusive. He would call me bitch, motherfucker, etc. He said that, well, he didn't use a C word. So, uh, that's like the guys go to when they use the C word and they accentuate the T. Um, that's when shit gets real. So, bitch and motherfucker is not that bad. He said that I was very jealous and controlling. He said that I was, uh, so I felt guilty. You felt guilty? Were you jealous and controlling? You're only going to feel guilty if you are. We did spend some good time, and I remember those memories. We said that we will marry each other or remain single our entire lives. He was from a very poor family, and I was upper middle class. I was university ranker, and he would just pass. Hmm. She's dogging him here. He had fears that my family won't accept him and would always ask how much my dad earned. She's very... Status oriented. There's six variables here in those three sentences. That's all about status. I was fed up and met a very good guy here after I moved. Where did you move? I left for higher studies abroad. Okay. She left the country and met another guy, some foreign guy. Some foreign guy who's like, deeper, 9876543210, so nice to meet you. (laughs) And he fucking, like, pushed his hair back and, like, he probably rides a moped and he's super exotic and uh, eats pizza with no tomato sauce or something. However, uh, my old boyfriend texted me and he's super abusive and he beats me up on social media and calls me a cheater. I never cheated on him. I said that I didn't want to be with him anymore and that I like my new guy. My new <laughs> my new gluten-free pizza man. <laughs> Sorry, I have to make jokes. Uh, you can't just depress me here. After blocking, he used other numbers to reach out to me. Ooh, uh, Savvy. Damn, this guy is really trying to get after you. I'm already married to the new guy. Oh, he got married. And he is getting married. However, I still think of him and think I didn't do anything wrong. His abuses run through my mind. Personally, I had a miscarriage and lost my job due to visa issues. Oh, okay. He said that I will never be happy. Those words haunt me. I always use a university ranker, school ranker, and mention him that I dream of having the best job and brightest kids. But never happened. Yeah, man. Sometimes you plan shit and life fucking punches you in the gut. I have no one to share these feelings. I'm a pretty introvert person. I feel very low in life. I feel like leaving everything and going into a shell. One of my relatives didn't have kids after 10 years of marriage. So I am very fearful. I cry alone at times. I feel, I feel as though life is meaningless. Okay, um, maybe you're right. I life might be meaningless. Uh, life in general, all of this might be meaningless. You're right, but it doesn't mean your life is going to be meaningless, right? You find meaning in your life relative to the things that are happening in your life. So, um, you, you spent way too much fucking energy on to change your goddamn number. Block them on social media. Like it's not rocket scientist. You fucking crazy girl. Block the person on social media, change your number and move on. You found a guy, you want to have a baby, you just get your shit together and have that foreign baby and everything's gonna be fine. Um how old are you? I was in college, right? You've gotten married. So you gotta be 25, 26, and you're at the top of your school. You're raised by a good parents, right? Possibly. I don't understand what's happening here. You seem like a bright girl. Uh, you cry alone at times. So I don't know what to tell you. Get over it. Um you just move on. This is this seems pretty simple to me. Um unless you really love him still. If you have feelings for this person, which I can't imagine you do because if what you're saying here is true. He's abusive, he calls you a cheater, he's a liar, he's fucking crazy it seems like. Um, It would seem as though a smart girl such as yourself can easily calculate this situation out in a way um, to avoid this person. So and get them out of your mind. Yeah, Don't be haunted by your past um, when the future is so bright. From Reasoning Logic How can we be sure that all religions are wrong? We can't. That's the problem. We can't be sure. But you know what we also can't be sure of? We can't be sure that any of them is right as well. So, it's a good question but it can be flipped and brought to the same conclusion Um, so yeah and the probability of someone picking one that's the right one is very low like nominally low very minuscule that you can roll the dice and pick the one and the, the statistics show that people who are raised by christians oftentimes are christians so you may not even be picking the right one. You may have just been raised into the one and essentially brainwashed into the one uh, that maybe is right but is probably wrong. So, uh, that's a tough, tough one. From Nature Boy, B-O-I. So, in our daily life, we meet several people in school, work, etc., But there are a few people we meet on a regular basis, like colleagues, flatmates, flatmates, if you don't know what a flatmate is, it's a housemate, this guy's probably from England, right, he's saying flat or Western European of some sort. Classmates, etc. So no matter what, uh, there's a bunch of typos here. No matter how we are kind and respectful to the other person, but we get mad when the other person doesn't do the same. What? Okay, when we treat others, essentially his question is like, this guy needs to learn how to type. Um, Nature boy, B-O-I, maybe that's why. So I guess his question is, um, why do we get mad when we treat others people nicely and respectful and they don't do the same? Because of our expectations, that's all. Right, you want to treat people nicely, and in return, it's an exchange system. You're gonna treat me the way I treat you, and that's a good way to live lives. It's a very Christian way to live your life, and it's fine. It's good, you know. That's a good way to do it, um, but don't don't get mad when somebody doesn't meet your expectations. Right, mo uh, gal wrote a book called self for happy and essentially the formula is when your expectations of the world doesn't is is higher than what reality presents you that's when your happiness goes down so if you have low expectations your happiness increases so if you have low expectations like people are going to be shitty sometimes uh, sometimes you're going to Ah, uh, be in traffic. Sometimes you might get into a car accident, a little bumper, um, uh, bumper, ah, uh, bumper to bumper accident where nobody gets hurt. Sometimes, ah, uh, you might get pulled over and get a speeding ticket. Sometimes, um, you try to go to lunch and it's a long ass line and you're running late for a meeting. Sometimes, um, you get a fucking insurance warranty call and that just ruins your day. Uh, sometimes people are shitty. I mean, it's just the the way the world presents itself to your reality is not always going to be the way you want it. And when that occurs, that's when you can emotionally get tied up into the situation. So, Nature Boy, if you accept uh, the realities that can occur of People and things and life and events and sequences can be shitty sometimes. Um, your happiness will go up and you won't send a question saying, "Why am I getting mad when other people when other people are shitty?" Because that's just the fact. Sometimes other people are shitty. All right, hour three into this last one, from Shisama so I am 33 years old and single with a two-year-old I have dated very unsuccessfully for many years and have recently given up and quit it's funny I saw somebody post on Facebook there was a, a, a pool like a, a, a pool in the backyard and the pool was empty there was like some water at the bottom and there was a caption that says uh, the dating pool in your 30s, right? So, it's really funny. Sorry, uh, going on a tangent. Okay, Shisama says, I'm not ugly. I'm very smart and have lots of hobbies. I work out. I have a job and a car. Very Western. <laughs> very Western characteristics, right? I'm very smart and have lots of hobbies. I work out. I have a job and a car. Uh... Okay, you find those things to be valuable, fine, right? Um, I live with my parents, okay, that's different, but my entire family lives all together in one big house, okay? So the one characteristic she seems as a detriment in this sentence, she caveats it with um, a justification. Anyway, that can't really be the reason. Uh, So she's blaming the fact that she lives with her family to be the reason why she can't get a man. Um, Seems that all the guys I like don't want me, and all the guys that do like me, I don't like. Oh, that's a very American problem. It's really very frustrating, and I'm not sure if it's something I'm saying or doing. What are some things I can do to attract a man? I'm sad it didn't work out with my son's dad, but it's for the best. And before you go on saying you should just concentrate on your son, I do. Every waking moment. I am with him always, except when I'm at work. I don't go out or party ever. It would just be nice to have a partner in life and a little bit of support. So, the foundation of this question is, how do I get a man that I view as my level or higher, right? That's essentially what you're saying. You want, you're attracted to X and not Y, but Y likes you, but not X. Um, so you have to solve for X. What men find attractive in women is confidence, and to me in this question, I I don't get confidence out of you. I get, I get a little bit of insecurity, um, I get a little bit of um, impatience. Let's call it, and I get a little bit of narcissism so I apologize for saying those things but in my experiences I found that um, criticism is one of the quickest ways to fixing people but it's also one of the quickest ways for ruining relationships so I'll roll the dice with you as I roll the dice with people That I know in real life as well. If you know me. You know I'll just say it to your face. And uh, it'll kill my social life. But uh, I won't feel as though I'm selling my soul to some game we're playing. So Shisama I would say confidence is huge. I would say... Focus on yourself. I mean, it looks like you're doing fine, right? If all this is true, if you're not ugly, if you're very smart. I mean, wow, very smart. You're very smart? That's a tough one. I'm very smart and have lots of hobbies. Very smart and have lots of hobbies. And you want to date a dude? You work out, have a job. You seem like you don't have a life. You don't go out or you don't party ever. Maybe that. Maybe you gotta. You're not meeting people. Maybe. Um, your question is all over the place, and it's an hour eight, and I'm fucking tapping out. So. Episode three is in the books. I hope all is well with everyone. Uh, the people in Venezuela, um, uh, Canada. There was like a handful in California, grabbing this. And other states as well. I just briefly looked at the states. I think Alaska was in there. Uh, Hello to the person in Greece. Uh, That's weird that you'd be listening to this. The interesting thing is uh, I've worked with people from all over the world. So a Google search could find this. And um, I'd be very curious to know uh, who these people are and how they found it. Because I'm not really marketing uh, I will eventually. Uh, my goal right now is to get to 10 episodes. Like, can I do 10 hours of this goddamn thing? So, as always, treat each other nicely. Um, yeah. Um, together we can walk into the promised land, right? So, here's Ed DuPa, The Promised Land. Catch you next time.
1: in school but it's just you and me and the dreams we choose to dream forever You yeah, have been Is to fulfill, just one more lost soul. learning how to be, but it's a long way down When the sky gets dark and the wind is cold, reach out, take it. From town to town Job to job And heart to heart And it seems so far to go But it's closer than you know So start opening doors And find out where they go Cause it's a long way down When the sky gets dark when the wind is cold Reach out, take a hand once more if you We can walk together into the promised land Yes, we can walk together into the promised land Yes, we can walk together